hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Yeah. So Angelica, I feel like you brought up something that I think is important and just, I mean, important to kind of highlight, but awful when you think about it, about um, the legal judgment that was made about Pamela Anderson's body. Yeah. And when, like, when I heard that, I was like, what? I know. How does it even work? It made my heart sink. I mean, they, they, they mm -hmm. deemed, where did I have it? The judge decided Pamela's body was deemed by a judge to be public property. Like this was in the nineties. It's just the most disgusting thing. I mean, can you So in the show they actually showcase like what the legal proceedings looked like. Mm-hmm. And some of the questions that the lawyers were asking were absolutely horrific. Mm-hmm. And and I think this is why it I know it wasn't with her consent, but I think seeing this, I really think humanized her and her experience because it was like, it was so nasty. It was like, did you, has anyone ever paid you to have sex with them? Was one of the questions that they asked. Uh, You know, have you showcased your like genitalia on other platforms? And because she did Playboy immediately, she was like seen as well. You already did Playboy. So why is this like a thing that, you know, we, couldn't have showcased. Yeah. We just assumed considering how you've utilized your body as like a sex, as a sex thing that, you know, we could just profit off of it considering, yeah. which is just so fucking alarming. And especially as a woman knowing the aspects or facets of our identity, like if we want to be something in life, like we have to hide a lot of our own sexuality and our own desires and needs. Mm-hmm. Because if you, you know, try to equate everything all together, people will immediately dismiss you, which is crazy to me. And I feel like it's still a thing even in today's modern world. Yeah. And it can happen regardless. Also, about all the sex tapes that we've... Mm. Wait, keep, mm. keep going. But all of the sex tapes that we... No, 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 sorry. <laughs> that we know of off the top of our head. If you think about it, we don't think about it as the Paris Hilton and I don't even know the name of the guy. Isn't that crazy? I don't either. It's like... Kim Kardashian and Ray J, at the time, Ray J was more famous. But yeah. we think of it as the Kim Kardashian sex tape. We do. Yeah. So it's like always like the woman is the one that's being dragged. I mean, I think the, the biggest sad. issue and the hugest point that I think should be highlighted throughout this entire thing with, with you know, Tommy and Pam is that, is, is that our idea of consent and what's consensual, mm-hmm. and this should be taught in high school, this should be like taught when they do sex, that is what does consent actually mean? And I'm going to like mm. put myself out there and say that I have been raped many times throughout mm. my adolescence. And I've been put in situations that were not consensual. And it wasn't until I became a dominatrix that I actually realized that like, Hey, there should be a safe word that there should be at any moment during any sexual act, no matter how long it's going, no matter if you were okay with it in the beginning, and then you stop being okay with it in the end. If at any moment you should feel within yourself that it's no longer consensual, you should have like a safe word. And I think that just because she was okay with doing Playboy, they say like, well, it's blanketed then. You're okay with me showing your most intimate act with the most intimate person in your life to the entire world is okay. And it's disgusting. And it goes back to that whole like, if you're, if you're, if you're a prostitute, you can't be raped. If you're wearing slutty clothing, you deserve to be objectified. And it comes back to this whole mm-hmm. thing, which I think like speaks to like the Me Too movement and all of that. But I think it's it's just dis- it's just disgusting. I think. <laughs> I think it's disgusting. It's so bad. No, I you know? agree with you. I mean, that's like a really good way of I think framing it too. Of you know, mm-hmm. just because yeah, we decided to do Playboy, just because we decided to say yes in the beginning, yeah, doesn't mean that consent is throughout the oh, whole. Totally. And I, and I remember like socializing with when I, I mean, I was very much feeling like a novice when I was working at um, kink.com. And I think that was my Mm -hmm. biggest takeaway from working there. And I was very blessed. I know that there's 
lots of negative facets to like porn and stuff. But I had such a beautiful experience because everybody there, the biggest thing I took away was like consent and about respecting people's bodies and respecting what they want. And I think, you know, I met some porn stars that, for example, they were famous porn stars and they were married. They had a partner and they would be okay with getting gang banged on camera by like, you know, like five or six porn star guys but they would never want like the sex that they share with their, with, with their, you know, the person they're married with to be shown to the world. So what we're okay with, it changes. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, that needs to be respected. We need to respect each other more as human beings, you know? I think that's really beautiful because, you know, I feel like a lot of times within our podcast, I talk about how our society tends to put things in boxes Mm -hmm. and it's like for our brains to make sense of the world, we have to like define certain things within our head to make processing ideas, processing our environment a lot quicker and easier for us. When in actuality, though, I think that's hindered us as a whole from a collective consciousness standpoint because what ends up happening is we forget that like as humans, there's so much gray area here. Oh, totally. What you might be okay with the reality of someone else is completely different from your learned and lived experiences and from the socialization factors that you had growing up. Um, I think it's like really good that you are amplifying that here and saying like, Hey, no, like what someone is okay with, somebody else may not be okay with. And you know, it's, someone might be like, whoa, I would never think about sharing my partner in that way. And another person's like, no, I'm totally okay with that. But like me and my partner, what we do in private is in private. And then what I do, you know, for the camera is a completely different situation. Yeah. Um, It's a good reminder that it's like, let's respect everyone. Let's respect everyone's choices. Let everyone live their life how they want to fucking live it. (laughs) And let's like, let's let everyone be happy. Yeah. Thank you. And it's crazy because sex is like, I mean, the sex industry is one of the oldest professions of all time, right? And there's still so much misunderstanding mm-hmm. that goes behind it. And it's, and it's, and it's like what you do for, for a living professionally, you know, whether you're w- with your, with your sex worker, whether you're posing nude for magazines or you are doing poor porn or you're doing softcore porn, like, you know, that's a job. It's, it's professional. It's very yeah. professional. And what you do in your intimate life where there's emotions involved and there's love and it's way more intimate than it would be if you're doing it professionally. You don't necessarily want that part yeah. of it broadcasted to the entire world, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, Pam, yeah, the sense. judge sounds like such a dirty fucking pervert, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> he just wanted to see the video. He's like, you know, I mean, he sounds disgusting. Release like, him. I know, he's like... Yeah you are public property and I want to be looking at this video after work. Like what a sicko. Like what a sicko. Can't even. Yeah. It's kind of crazy when you think about like how society has advanced too. like, I wonder how things would have gone down now versus back then. The sex tape were to be released now. I feel like once something's on the internet though, regardless of how even legally something gets responded to, you're pretty, you're pretty screwed. Right. And I think that speaks to like, I mean, the internet is the new like wild, wild West. It's like draw. What are those when they would do like the hold them, the guns, what are those? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's it's like, it's the new wild, wild West. It's like, it's, it's a lawless place, you know? Yeah. I mean, so Pierre and I were talking about it the other day um, and he made this like funny remark because it's based off of a meme that he saw on Twitter because he's always on fucking Twitter. Um, and he was like, he was like, oh, somebody posted this thing of like, if you ever end up making a sex tape, make sure that you play like a Disney movie or like Disney music behind the scenes. <laughs> I heard so that, that one. If you... If your like sex tape gets leaked, like Disney lawyers will do all the work to make sure that it gets taken down. And I was like, huh, yeah. that's, that's a good idea. Um, wait, speaking of sex tapes, have either of you filmed with your significant other? You know the answer <laughs> for me, but Angelica. All <laughs> oh, both hands yes. up. Tell, we call on you. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to see it, check out my OnlyFans. <laughs> wait, seriously? No, What's no, your OnlyFans stop. handle? Jelly. Yeah, handle? Jelly and Swiss. Jelly, Jelly and Swiss. Jelly right. and Swiss. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. For those, wait. Who, wait. This is like a personal with hmm. Toma. Yeah, I do. He's my favorite oh. dick on the whole planet, and I do. I do. I have like a hand job video, and I have a blow job video. 
Interesting. So, so the no blow face, job, like his face the is blowjob. The blowjob video is hilarious because we were fighting at the time. And so we were not, we did not like each other. So like getting through it was absolutely hilarious because it was like, we were not friends. Like it was. <laughs> oh Wait, my okay. God. Well, you're better <laughs> partner than I am because if I'm not talking to Mark, I'm like, don't even look in my general direction. Yeah. Let alone if I see our friend hanging out, like <laughs> I'll probably chop it off. And you're like, let me give you a blow job. I hate you, but I'm going to take it out on your deck. Like, Wait, what? Hold on. I am so confused. I'm literally like in the guest house now. Goodbye. And you're, God, wait, I need to I understand love it. this. I love Sorry. it. I love we it have so a really unusual much. sexual relationship. I think it's how, I mean, we've, we've, yeah. we've been together a decade, you know, it's a long time. Yeah. We've been through some shit, but I don't know. I just, I just think about you and Tomad. Like I know you guys from the get go. Like yeah. when I met Pierre, I think I met you within like three days you did. of like, meeting him. I did. And like, just knowing the start of your guys's relationship, like this isn't this isn't unusual for me, so I'm literally like, lol. Yeah, I can see this totally yeah, happening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, Maddie, do you do you want to go on an adventure? Just like, <laughs> I still to this day. So, can I tell this story, Angelica? Yeah, you please, you can. This is humiliating, but go for okay. it. <laughs> I love this story. Like, it is so perfect. It is probably one of my favorite fucking stories of life. So, you know, at this time, I think my parents had, like, kicked me out of the house. I was, like, living with Pierre. Pierre was also living with his best friends at the time. We called it the shack. It was sort of, like, all of the boys, like, it was, like, a three-bedroom, one-bath um, apartment, and we were living in the living room. We had room dividers, and we had went out We went out with everyone um, that night, and Tomah was with us, and he was literally having a good time. He got, like, way too drunk, and he was on a pillar, and he was, like, texting you, um, and I remember being like, Tomah, like, we're so happy for you, and I think this was also around the time that you were pregnant, too, right? I think he was actually born. I think he was a newborn baby, which actually makes the story even fucking even fucking worse. <laughs> so like, Tomas like literally texting you, his phone yeah. dies at some point. We're like all having a good time. We're drinking, we're dancing at this place. Tomas on his best behavior, mind you, know. like knowing Tomas, like he's a little bit of a bad boy. Like we all know this. Oh, he had he to be on his fucking whooped into submission. Like, thank God I spent years as a dominatrix. People are like, why is he so sweet? He's like rubbing my feet, fetching them a drink, heating up the towels. And I'm like, this didn't just happen. Let me tell you. <laughs> This was years of work, you guys. Uh, no, but we're gonna he come was, out with a like a rule book or like a guidebook for how to do this. I I'll buy it. So yeah. please, please do. I'll subscribe to your OnlyFans if you give me like a tip a week. I'm ready. Okay, sorry. So, so he's on his best behavior. He's best, on his best behavior. He's like fucked up at the end of the night. So we all walk back to the shack. So Pierre and I pass out. Of course, we put him on his bed. He's like passed out. Everyone is kind of like doing their own thing. So we like go to sleep. I think around like <laughs> 3, 4 a.m. We hear like this loud banging on the door. And I was just like getting out of bed. I was like, what the fuck is this? And there was a part of me that was frightened too. Because, you know, it's like you never know who's going to be at a door angrily like, you know, knocking. And I was like, should I answer? Should I not? Pierre's like still dead asleep. Um, so one of our other common friends, um, he walks a, out of his room. A. He <laughs> opens the door and lo and behold, it is Angelica. I didn't know it was Angelica until like she goes into Tama's room and like literally starts obliterating him, like literally ripping him a new asshole. I kid you not. Um, and it was because his phone had died and she was like unaware if he was still alive. I think in her head, it was like he probably went and hooked up with someone. Like he isn't answering his phone. I thought blah, for blah, sure blah. he was fucking but honestly, someone. At this time in, and if you know Toma, but back in the day, like he was a playboy, like he was the bad boy playboy, like you know that that was who he was. Let's just say whore. Um, so I do not blame you. It, it, yes, he he you was a whore. Whipped his ass into shape. I like it. He wasn't rich she, enough she to be really a playboy. Did. Let's just call him a whore. <laughs> he was a whore. I will say, um, but like that's why we loved him, right? But he's also like just for our listeners to know, like he is a like 
a man. You know what I mean? Like there was a time where I got harassed one night outside of a club and Toma was like immediately there next to me, like not fucking around. Like he is a solid human, somebody that you want on your side. He's so loyal. Like once you are friends with him, he will kick anybody's ass if they come near you. You know what I mean? Like one of those type of people. Yeah. Um, he's like one of, he's Pierre's best friend. Honestly, he's one of my best friends. And this is why like, I love Angel. Like we're all family at this point. Oh, totally. Um, 100%. But so Angelica literally goes in, rips him a new asshole. She walks out and you had had your, um, your daughter with you at the time. It was a field trip. It was a field trip. You literally turned to her and I remember hearing like, see, didn't I tell you this was going to be an adventure? And you walk out Wait, the door I said, and I, I said, literally just remember. I said, see, I told you I'd take you on an adventure. <laughs> adventure? And she leaves. Wait, we, we were walking out and I'd been like, show me the bitch. Where the fuck is the bitch? And I'm losing my shit, right? And I'm like, where's the bitch? And we're leaving and my little pipsqueak looks up at me and she goes, I want to see the bear. <laughs> Where's the bear, mom? Where's the bear, mommy? Thought I said bear. Oh, this is one of my finer parenting moments, you guys. Oh my god, that is amazing. I will say this was like one of like the pinnacle moments that made you love that made me love you even more because I was like, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was my little. She's my fucking ride or die, and I I've turned things around. They go to like a Hebrew academy. We've like welcomed God into our lives. Like it's. it's an, I'm a totally different parent than I was back then. But, but you but, were yeah. also, like, you've always been a really good parent, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, like, doing that I've... was questionable. <laughs> but I better tell you when but someone like, cheats on her. No. This was, like, a core memory for me. I will never <laughs> let this go. It is, like, one of my favorite things in life that I, I will tell Wait. people about, Wait. but, like, in, like, such a place of joy. Like, it is one of my favorite stories I like to tell. <laughs> I hope you know that. Dude, Maddie, <laughs> I, I, I actually went on an adventure not too fucking long ago, and I was like, when's the last time I went on an adventure? And Thomas told me the story. And that you had mentioned something when you had visited. And that was the last adventure I'd went on. So that was like, oh, what, eight years ago, maybe? Like eight years ago, yeah. Something like good that. Like you. a long time. And yeah, good for me. But I had a relapse. <laughs> a lover of mine, my gorgeous Israeli lover, would not give my shit back. And I gave and I and I gave it to him thinking that I'd see him often. And he had like a robe hanging up in his room and he had like tons of lingerie and like my stiletto, like latex boots and like all of this stuff of mine, like lingerie and stuff. And I'm like, for sure, he's fucking other people. And I was like, they're probably touching my shit. My robe is like a limited edition Tommy Bahama robe. They probably some girl, some bitch thinks it's his. She's putting it on. And I'm like, I can't stand for this. So I blow up the whole day of work because he says he'll meet me that day and I can get my stuff back. Fucking dead silence. I don't hear from him. I end up working a little bit. I end up contacting him. He blows me off. He's so busy, so busy, so busy. So I show the fuck up at his house the next day. (laughs) And it took me everything I had to rile, to muster up the courage to confront this fucking asshole who's been like, I mean, he's just your typical love bombing like, you know, psychological mm. abuser, like just sick. Toma hates them. And absolutely just hates them. For context, for context for our listeners, love bombing is typically when someone who is an abuser or a narcissist yeah. who will typically um in moments where they've abused you will then like give you so much love in so many different forms or different ways um as a way to kind of reel you back in yeah it's like i want to marry you i want to have kids with you i know what i did wrong like they basically Mm -hmm. like paint you this poetry picture of how they want you back how they're going to be different and all this stuff and i'm thinking like if Mm -hmm. you're saying this to me but then i like but then you're but but their actions don't align then you you'll make love to them you'll fuck their ass. You'll make them come five times. And then you don't hear from them for two weeks. Like that, <laughs> that kind of guy. Okay. So got it. I went there and I, and he, and I, and I went there and I dung, dinged the doorbell. He was at the hot tub at the time. And I hopped his patio and I'm waiting on his patio with some gold schlager. And I've got to tell you, this is the first time I've ever had gold, gold schlager in my life. And I'm drinking it fucking straight. Cause I love I cinnamon love you so much. And I'm sitting there and I'm just doubting this drink. Cause it's been phenomenal. I've got my, my, you know, my deceased father's teacup. It's like a beautiful teacup and I'm just downing these drinks. And so I'm belligerent by the time he gets there. 
and he comes over and we start talking and he actually made a lot of valid points, but I had a long story short, one of the most humiliating nights of my life. And I got my stuff back. Well, I'm Wait, glad you got your robe back. Wait. And my Damn lingerie me. and my boots. And I your mean, boots. that's, you got that's everything important. back. That's the best important, but I, but I think it's, but I had a relapse. I mean, it's okay. Like we're allowed to have those moments. I think it's important. You know what I mean? Sometimes your emotional state is like, I got to do this. Like right now it needs to happen. And are we all refilled? Yeah. Girl, okay. thank you. Don't, Guys, don't I'm come almost at me. A bottle. It's a bottle. Oh, I've pretty much finished mine. I don't know. But mine is like a half. Oh. Like a half bottle. Well, I've been sharing mine. That is so. not a half bottle. Hmm? Like that's a, a 750. That's not a half That's bottle. a whole bottle. <laughs> okay, well, leave me the fuck alone, both of you. No, I love it. I, here's the thing. I feel weird I drinking a whole my, bottle by I myself, but then I was like, wait, we're all drinking together. Yeah, Angelica literally texted me beforehand and was like, oh, are we drinking? Are we doing cocktails? Are we doing coffee? Like, what is it? I was like, no, we're... Depending on the time of day, we're, we're most likely drinking... Dr- drink in actual uh, alcohol. So uh, rosé it is that is going to be in my cup. And then what was funny is Alina literally texted me like maybe 15 minutes after that. Yeah. I was like, yo, we drinking wine? Like, please tell me we're all drinking <laughs> oh, here. fantastic. I, like, I needed yes. it to relax. Seriously. Um, okay. Back okay. to the episode. Wait, Angelica, hold on. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. On that, sorry, on the topic of camming, mm-hmm. can we talk about something? Because... My husband has mm-hmm. the fattest ass for a guy. Oh my god, oh. the fattest ass ever. Okay, and so like we've been kind of joking, joking about this for years. Okay, tell me that he should have an OnlyFans. Yeah, but really. And I'm like so interested in this because LA is expensive, and I want okay, a bigger well, here's, house. Here, I know I'm my... going to give you a really real answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're so What's cute. Keep talking. Keep talking. I'm so interested. Keep talking. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm like, so like, do you think that there is a good market for, so I'm trying to playing with this. Cause, okay. For a newbie a good who market wants to do for, OnlyFans. Is that what you're saying? Well, of his butt. I don't like, think. Just like ass. male asses. I'm going to be. Are male asses a thing? I'm going to be honest. I don't necessarily think it matters what your product is. I think it's how many people you can reach. So how, how are you willing to commercialize his ass? Because I think if it's not famous on TikTok, if mm. it's not famous on Instagram, if it's not famous on TikTok, his ass is fucking making no money because my OnlyFans is the most phenomenal fucking OnlyFans. And I am, I, I fluctuated between the 12% and right now, cause I haven't posted anything in fucking months, the 22, I'm in the top 22%. And I fluctuate between 12 and 22 and I don't make a living. So I'm telling you right now, like unless, and all of my flow and all of my traffic comes from mainly, I would say like Snapchat, um, Instagram, Twitter, that's where X is, but that's, but that's where it comes from. And I, and I have yet to break that like million dollar mark. I mean, I've gotten nowhere fucking close to it. And so I think that like, unless you have the, the following, or unless you're famous, okay. like unless you're a famous singer, you're famous for something else. I think you're you might fucking go nowhere. But if you can get famous on TikTok or Wait, something, you'll be that's great. Good. That's really good. I mean, look, I think this is kind of like one of our issues. I think on social media is like you know we struggle a little bit on the socials. Like we'll be yeah. real. Um, <laughs> I do too. I get it. I get it. I'm not good at it. We have what like time? a good a good viewership. It's just like, it doesn't translate to our socials. And so like, I'm kind of curious as to, um, you know, like, what is that, what does that entail? Right? Like, I feel like part of it is like putting yourself out there. And in particular, I think the virality of TikTok has lent to a lot of it, but then there's also like the terms and agreements and what you can and can't say or can and can't do or can't and can't showcase on TikTok too. Um, like how do you utilize these social platforms? I think I find TikTok and Instagram to be the hardest just as a sex worker. And it's, and it's sort of 
depressing because I actually think, especially on TikTok, like I would see like, like underage girls going live and they'd be like grown men being, and these girls are underage and they'd be like, you know, bend over, smack your ass. And they're in like little shorts in their parents' kitchen, like giggling and being stupid. And they'd be getting tips to get bent over and like spank their butts. And there's this fucking craziest shit. Like, can you bend over and twerk? And I'm thinking like, fuck for free, first of all. And for second, this girl's underage. And for third, this is on TikTok. And they allow that. I post a, mm. a, a, a video of me pouring champagne on my adult grown-ass body, and I get flagged, get my account deleted, I get banned from the site. Meanwhile, there's some underage girl getting, like, sexually exploited, but she's okay. And I think that there's a lot of, like, I mean, and, I, and I'm sure there isn't a single person on TikTok who's been there long enough who hasn't been banned or hasn't been flagged or hasn't had one of these things happen because I think yeah. it's just a finicky kind of app but there's oh we've had some of our videos even if on it's TikTok, vanilla like right? actually yeah yeah it's even like we'll talk about like even dick if it's and Alina, cocks at some like point like where we'll like make something salacious a salacious comment about like a dick or something You're like, like, like that like me. i think one of our videos yeah seriously we talked about like tristan toms Th- thompson who's like chloe kardashian's baby daddy and we'll be like oh his you know, he that likes to get his dick wet fucking shit. instantly. I would love nothing more than to flog the fuck out of him. Like what a <laughs> bastard. What a fucking bastard. Seriously. Right. Like, he like, it's like, you know what? Fuck you and your sweet face, bitch. I want to spank you. He, he has a sweet, you know, either he's mildly retarded. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But there's something. <laughs> God bless him. He either needs a good spanking or he needs somehow a psych evaluation. That made that sound like sexual. Sorry. Like, fuck you and your sweet face. Where I was like, <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. And for me, it sounded like hood. I feel like, and for you, you like, fuck you and your sweet face, you fuckhead. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> you <don't> do that. <laughs> that's like that's like an art form. I am so like, like I. <laughs> Oh my god! Right? Like I just hate him. I hate. I hate cheater. I just He's hate awful. him. I just hate him. You're more in the know about celebrity gossip than you think. But you're like, if you have that strong of an opinion about Tristan Thompson, I was gonna say Thomas. I know. Um, (laughs) Like, yeah, no, you you have more of an opinion than you think. Um, Okay, so okay, so we may not be able to buy. A second house using OnlyFans. That's just the point. I was really, yeah. I was really ready for that. No, it just depends on off. how much you're willing. I mean, if he's got a dad bod and he's willing to post some provocative TikToks, you might have a takeoff. So I follow a TikTok guy. Um, and it's actually kind of funny. So he's French. Yeah. And he is apparently like he does really well on OnlyFans. And he caters to people's kinks. And yeah. LOL, what does this say about me in regards to what the algorithm shows me on TikTok? LOL. I'd love to find um, out your kink. No, <laughs> your kink. <laughs> Do you have any? Oh, girl. <laughs> this is another episode in and of itself in regards to kinks. Oh, we can make um, this a three-parter. I love it. I'm like, tell me your kink. Let's go. <laughs> but he does a really good job, I think, of utilizing some of the recent trends to talk about sexual things without getting flagged mm-hmm. um, in order to get people really drawn and want to, you know, go on to his OnlyFans because I think that's where he makes most of his oh. money. I, mean, I just say this based on like the couple of videos that that's I see so like smart. a month, right? So I'm kind of curious, you know, going back to the attention span thing when we're talking about, you know, the change in people's attention span due to the rise of the internet and like web 2.0, you know, yeah, AKA yeah, yeah. social media. Um, and with there being so much accessibility to content now, like how are you able to really secure clients and do your marketing? Like, what is it that you do in particular? Yeah, totally. Well, first of all, a lot of like older wealthy men aren't on social media. I've come to find through like just even asking them if they'll follow me or if they'll add me on Snapchat or something like that. And there's a lot of people who are, you know, they're very vanilla. They're very established. They're, they're, you know, at the peak of their career or whatever. And they don't even want to get caught following somebody who does something smutty. So they don't even Mm. have that, that, that form or that outlet. And then I also think that like, I think that the, you know, virtual world in terms of camming 
is doing so well because of the oversaturation of like porn and all of these things. I think people, and I think people underestimate how much men actually want when wanking an intimate connection. And so I think that's why it does so well. And as for like marketing, my company, that's actually why they take such a a large portion of what I make off of them is because Mm. they advertise. So say you're, you're jacking off on Pornhub, right? Say you're Mark and you're waking off and you're watching some, uh, you're watching some hentai porn and you're, you're getting close to coming. All of a sudden you have a fucking pop-up and it's some, it's some little, Let's just say it's it's one of the girls I know. She's got a fucking pink wig on and she's dressed all cute and slutty. And she's like, hi, I'm jacking off right now and I don't want to do it alone. Like, come wink with me. And she's like a live girl, a real person dressed up as your fetish, whatever. And she wants to talk mm. to you. And she's a real person in her bedroom at home. And it's sort of like, it sort of makes that experience more real. And so this pops up while you're jacking off. I mean, I'm sure you've seen these and probably overlooked them, but I look at it and I'm like, oh, I fucking know that girl. She like, she works for my company. I see her online, right? And so like these, so, these are cam models. And so this site spends a lot of money on advertising, mainly through these large porn companies for cam models. So that's actually what they do. That's one of the biggest things that they bring to the table is uh, the way that they market it. Got it. So like you're not doing your own marketing. It's actually through the company that you're working with that will then spend the money on the marketing um, in order to get more it's clients. It's probably where they spend the most money is, is on, is on marketing and, and on bringing okay. in new clients for you, you know? So. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I have another question for you, and this kind of goes back to like our original topic mm-hmm. on like celeb sex tapes. Um, so, and I know this is like quite a big jump from what we were just talking about, but um, I'm actually kind of curious about how the industry feels about like celeb sex tapes. Like, do folks get irritated that they're losing eyeballs, for example, or are they just indifferent, right? Considering like how much they have to put into marketing. When, you know, a celebrity who already has sort of the big name and is able to, like, be out there because of Hollywood and, the, you know, they have, like, all of these news outlets that cater to celebrities. Like, I, I just, like, I want to know, like, do, do people get, like, pissed off think, about it or are people like, oh, whatever? I think my, my initial, my natural train of thought, meaning what I didn't write down, would be I think you're underestimating how much money they make so they don't give a shit. And I think, too, mm. they're not... I, I can't imagine anyone in the industry necessarily being threatened by it. They might make a parody on it that they actually benefit from, or I can't imagine anyone caring because I actually don't, I think that in comparison to amateur porn, which might be more threatening and these, these and only fans and all like, I think only fans is more threatening than like a celebrity sex tape. Like somebody being able to independently make their own content and air it to the world without the same regulations that the porn industry has, right? Without Mm -hmm. the same like regulations on like sexual testing and on on all of this stuff that like they have to legally do to to succeed. I think that I would assume that that would be a higher threat than than that. But I would say no. Do you think... Do you think, um, and this like, so Alina and I love conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. It's like one of our things throughout our like show, like we <sighs> love calling out shit and being like, oh, do you think this is actually the reason why they do this? Yeah. Um, so we believe, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Alina, that Chris Jenner is one of the reasons why Kim K actually like, why the, her sex tape got leaked, right? Like we actually why? think it was something that Chris Jenner had organized really? um, in order to get the family to a, like a place of popularity so that they could get the keeping up with Kardashians show. You want to know um, what you want to know what my initial train of thought would be? What, what I think please? that Chris would throw her own daughter under the fucking bus way, way fucking before, uh, Wait, what? Oh, no, we can't hear you. What's the name? I'm whispering on purpose. I can't remember the name. Oh, okay. Jenner? Something Jenner? It's okay. We can just add it. What's the new name? No, what's the new name? 
I don't know her name is Christina. Well, I don't want I'm trying not to say Bruce Jenner, but I can't remember like the, his new Caitlin. her new name. Oh, her new name. Jenner. I can't remember Caitlin. her new name. Yes. Caitlin Jenner. I would say I would assume that Chris would be more capable of doing that. I'm not saying she would do that, but I think she would be way more capable of doing that before um Caitlin Jenner would be able to do that. Caitlin strikes me despite being a very sexy woman and in in her own right, a sex symbol, I would say at this point is very conservative. I mean, I think politically she's oh, very, yeah. she's very conservative. I think in terms of how she's raised her children, she's very conservative and she's very maternal and protective. Almost, almost, I don't want to say more so, but I think more in a traditional sense, do you know what I mean? Than like a money hungry sense, you know, which I don't think is a bad thing. Don't get me wrong, but so you're saying that like Caitlyn Jenner, who at the time was Bruce Jenner, may have prevented Chris Jenner from releasing the sex tape. That would be my train of thought, but I don't know. <laughs> Did you not get okay. that vibe? Did you not get that vibe from her? I totally get that vibe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can see Caitlyn having a problem with it, but but I also feel like Chris is like so she's such a mastermind that I could see her argument being, "Let's own the narrative." Oh, yeah. 100%. let's capitalize I mean, on this. She was behind before Playboy. Anyone else can. She was on board with Playboy. She was, and she's a she is yeah. a genius. Like, I mean, I wish oh, she was 100%. my. Mom. I wish she was my mom. I'm not saying that to like throw her under the bus. I think she's a beautiful fucking woman. She is a shark. I mean, she is a fucking shark. You know, oh, Alina and There's I brilliant. every day we yeah. talk about how we want Chris Jenner to be our manager. <laughs> In our, Chris, in, our, in our dreams for sponsors <laughs> in our dream um, in our dream i mean you know by the way i love that you're drinking champagne it's not champagne it's american Prosecco, it's thing, american sparkling. we're gonna call it sparkling i love it's, that oh, i think italian. it's so like fitting i just dumped the rest of the bottle huh. huh it's italian actually i thought it was american oh so Prosecco, Prosecco, yeah. sparkling. I love it. Um, okay. So, oh, what? I just broke my ring light. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, it's okay. I think I just like unscrewed it. I don't know how to use this thing. Why were you it's touching it? I was trying to adjust it. Wait, I have the best lights. I have a ring light, but it's in my closet. I use like LED like flat lights and you can actually attach them to your wall. They don't have to be plugged in. So I was reading, uh, well, not reading. I was watching mm-hmm. TikTok videos, as we all know I do. Oh, are you? Um, and there were some people who were talking about, you know, you should have the ring light in front of you, but like also front and like above you and kind of hovering over mm-hmm. you. And then you should have like the flat lights behind you mm-hmm. to create a certain like lighting dynamic when you're filming. Um, actually, what kind of lighting do you use when you're filming for, um, the cam stuff you do? I have, um, I, I, this is recent, but I've started leaving like my bedside table light on just Mm because I love it. I can change the colors on it and stuff. And then I have my, I have like flat LED lights that I keep. I have one like in the corner and then I have one like right behind the camera, kind of like at an angle. Hmm. But when I would cam, like I would say a more professional setup, when I, when I first started camming for the, at the armory, they had a massive one, like kind of at an angle going downward, like a massive, like strip light, like, I don't know. And it was just beaming like in front of the, in front of the camera. And then I think they had an overhide and maybe, maybe like two on the side. I think it was how so they had crazy. it. But lighting is insane. We're going to need you to send us the Amazon links ah! for the at-home version My lighting is not the best. I actually think that those big, like the ones with the, um, like the soft boxes, I think I looked mm-hmm. much prettier with soft boxes, but I had one like explode on me and I got like really frightened to use them because it scared the shit out of me. It like popped. I'm not going to use it. It like popped because I think I just had it on for like so many, so many hours that it just like gave out and it popped. Scared the shit out of me. I thought a that fire was tells start. you how hard of a worker Angelica yeah. Swiss is, y'all. <laughs> Used to be. <laughs> Till all this damn emotional turmoil, though. Oh, stop. Wait, so <laughs> actually, kind of curious. Yeah. Um, what does a day-to-day or like a day in the life look like for you? And in particular, like how many hours like a week do you work, for example? 
if I, if I want to make a living wage, I would say I would Mm -hmm. at least work one day a week. And that would probably be your average (laughs) income. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you just say one day a week? That might be your average. I don't know how much normal, I don't know what a normal wage is, but I would make, if I work yeah, I mean, go ahead and say what you, you want. Could, you can say whatever well, you're I don't know with. how much a normal person makes a week. Like, on how much would somebody make on minimum wage? Do you know? Uh, that's a great question. Um, Alina, do you want to search this? It's probably <laughs> pretty it's it probably pretty bad, I would say. So if I want... Well, I think yeah. also... So I think minimum wage is... Um, it's like $15. It's $15. It also depends on, like, the state that you're in. So it's like, if you want to look at the U.S. average versus, like, for example, we're in California, so the average would be very different versus if you were looking at, like... You know, there have been studies as to what the minimum amount of um, money you need to make per year in order uh-huh. to be happy, quote unquote. So okay. it depends to on what's like, To be happy, what I mean, you, it, I feel like, unfortunately, in this day and age, to be happy, you have to make a ridiculous amount of money. No, I mean, <laughs> it's so expensive okay. to live. That's so fair. <laughs> I mean... It is so expensive to live. Gas is like six fifty oh, a gallon. Fuck, and fuck I'm talking gas. About like, fuck gas. We're talking vacations. We're talking. I want a Tesla. The freedom to do what you want with your time, which is the only reason to have money. You have to make a substantial amount. I mean, gas has to be an afterthought. If you're thinking about gas prices, you've got to reevaluate because that shouldn't matter, actually. I mean, I think, and you probably spend more more on your coffee or or on, you know, your clothes. I don't know. Wait, what are you going to say about the gas? Or your sex toys if you're Angelica. She's like, I get those for free. I Thank get you someone to much. buy it's them for me, or I fucking hot a um, and I use my fingers. No. <laughs> She's like, I don't need that shit. Okay. All right. So, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fifteen dollars mm-hmm. is minimum wage in California in 2022. Oh, times no. 2,080 hours, which is like full time, right? Wait, That's not including hours? overtime, not including double time, a week? whatever. What would be a week though? Like, like 40, 30, 40, 40 hours, hours a week. So I can't do math. 15 times 40. Yes. Come on. Smart yeah, yeah. People. So 40 hours a week. So it's about $31,000 a year. Wait, However, that's minimum wage? Oh my God. No. No. Yeah, it's minimum wage. She's like, I mean, a lot more than <laughs> Wait, that's not so bad. So that's about $600 a week. But then after taxes, if you're working 40 hours a week at $15, that's like, I said awake because I'm drunk. <laughs> that's about like $600 a week, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I love that you have some Pete's coffee. That's my absolute favorite, by the way. Pete's Wait, coffee? You have, Pete, oh, yeah, you have Pete's, Pete's coffee. I spotted that. Is it? So Pierre, bless him. He walked in the door while we were in the middle of a recording session. He's like, bitch, you need to sober up. just like slid this... Literally, he slid this over to me. He was like, here you go. <laughs> and oh, my then, gosh. Like, into his room. Bless him. He knew that I was... Thomas did that, but with champagne, so I don't know what kind of a fucking team player he is. <laughs> He's well, trying to get Mark lucky is, tonight. Duh. <laughs> Mark hasn't looked at me because I'm in the guest house. He's playing his PlayStation 5. So you're definitely <laughs> not on started. minimum wage, Miss. I'm in the guest house in L.A. Okay. <laughs> She is not. There is like no way. She's like, yeah, no. Okay, the guest house. Not on the uh, minimum wage. <laughs> the guest house is was once upon a time our garage. It was. Well, sorry, I didn't convert it. Let's be very clear about that. Well, you did a great job. It's, it looks beautiful. It's nothing special. I assure no, it's, you. It's I mean, you have a special. gorgeous view of that tree. Some wildlife. Oh yeah, the tree behind you. Okay, so a day in the okay. life. Angelica, oh, back there, the ficus. Her oh, yes, house. Yes. I, I think I'm like Chrissy Teigen, and I have like the entire property is ficus. But it's, I can't even tell you how much money it costs to keep yeah. it up, and I kind of hate it. The ficus. Okay. This house is absolutely beautiful. Oh. She has put so much. I cannot tell you how many tears have been. How many tears have been fucking like spent on this house though? Like oh. there. Countless times she has called me in tears about how much work needs to be done on this house or what the contractor like needs to do in addition to what has already been like contracted out. It is, um, you're not a do it yourself. It has been a nightmare. I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, I couldn't, well, you have to DIY or we have to do, 
uh, a tour of your house. Have you done this online? I know you guys don't post the video no. to this, which, by the way, I have a problem with. I don't see why. I mean, I actually it, think that I was going to say functional. This like is the best should. one. If it's dysfunctional, the better. Fuck if it's good. You're probably going to have to post about a thousand of them, regardless of the content, how good it is. Who cares? You're going to have to post about a thousand before you even get any traction, probably anyway, right? So just pump, pump that shit out. Just pump that shit out. Wait, so, okay, on that note, yeah. again, we're going to edit shit. I th- was going to say yeah. that I feel like this is a very good yes. episode to like all good. post on the YouTube. Yep. They all need to be. Angelica's beautiful. We're beautiful, but like, you guys, on, we have No, you guys are gorgeous. Come on, we, we have a cam model on. We have to it needs leverage to be. this. Oh, you're so sweet. Sorry, I'm objectifying needs, you. I feel bad. I like, but. you could, yeah, listen, if you ever feel like stepping out of your box. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> if you ever feel like stepping out of your box. Yeah, I could have done. She's like, I'll change your vanilla ass. What? Pretty much. This is one of the things that I love about Angelica <laughs> is like, I can't tell you the amount of times every time I'm in like her just like whirlpool of good energy. It is like, I feel, I get so hyped up by her. The last time we had a VC was like, it was like me, Pierre, her, and Tama. And like, we were we literally talking to the She's like, Maddie, like, you're so beautiful. Like, you like, Pierre so is so lucky to have you. Like, Pierre is so lucky. She kept just like spreading. And Pierre at some point, like, literally started getting like possessed well, during this drunk. video call. I was yeah. drunk. I, don't- <laughs> I was drunk. Okay. She's like, but she's it was mine. fantastic. Yeah, basically, he was like, he started like holding oh me and like God. kissing me on the camera. And He's you know, like, you Alina knows Pierre doesn't kiss me in front of like anybody. He like, we're was. not very PDA as a couple. Oh, he was. It's just like, it's just like not who he is. Like, he's not comfortable with it. So the fact that he started kissing me in front of you guys on the camera, like, I was like, oh, uh, okay. Like, we should do this like, more often. Right? But like she was yeah. hyping me up. She was like, Maddie, don't put your hair down. Like, like, don't put your hair up. Like, keep I, like, oh leave my it God, down. I, like, almost your said it. I almost said it with Alina. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's putting her beautiful hair. It's like fluffing in the back when she's no, putting my in the hair. Back. Okay. And I'm so, like, why guys, the fuck are you putting it in a ponytail? <laughs> no, I'll and tell I you why. And I was getting irritated. No, I don't want to hear why. <laughs> I'll tell you why, because my hair looks like trash. No, we, we just got back from Palm Springs, and yeah. I was not planning on washing my hair the whole th- three nights we were there, which, whatever. I try yeah. not to wash my hair that much. I don't either. Um, and then and then we went on <laughs> – Mark convinced us. So Mark is like, he, he – so we were walking. Maddie yeah. was like – we're like, do we want kids? Do we not want kids? Blah, blah, blah. That was the talk. That was a pretty and so serious And so we were talk. walking through like the kiddie pool. What happened? That's a pretty serious talk. You're like, I'm walking through this resort <laughs> talking about whether we oh, should no. have kids or not. No, 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 no. And so like <laughs> this resort in Palm Springs, they like just like did this whole water park for kids. Okay. And, um, and so he was like, oh, you know, like. I wish I I wish I had a kid to like go on the lazy river with and like oh. go on the water slide with. Anyway, so I, I had been keeping my hair up the whole time. And then we, he convinced me and Janet to go down the slide. And like I had my hair in a hat and everything and my whole head got soaked. Oh. And so mm. I had to wash my hair. So it's like crunchy. It's not good. My By the way, I have... I have my hair is my thing. You didn't do like a it deep conditioner. Thing. But today it's not my You didn't thing. do like a my deep My hair is bomb. You didn't do a deep condition? No, because I, I didn't plan on washing my hair. So I didn't like um, have my stuff. So I just had to wash it last night because it had like all like chlorine. Oh, so, no. Look, Angelica, I am the low maintenance person of this podcast. <laughs> Alina is like the actual, oh. like, I want to look good. Are uh, she's you? really big yeah. on self-care, on maintenance, all of that. I'm over here like... Literally well, fuck you because like you're episode. so naturally beautiful. You're like, I don't need it. My hair is naturally Stop, moisturized right? and bouncy. It's fucking bitch. You're like, I've got oh the curls. God. You know what? I can fucking hear it from you. From you, and your- you guys, I have not cut my hair you in and like three years. Look at curls. no, 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 no. I need to get a haircut. Well, my, you guys, I like, haven't look at the spent money on my hair in two years, and it looks like I literally just left the fucking salon. Like, yeah, let's hear from you. Like you and your like beautiful, Stop. fucking glamorous. They look incredibly moisturized. Oh you don't need to go I to the salon. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. God. You don't I need to go. I want curly hair so bad. Enough from you and your bone structure and your naturally like moist, beautiful looking hair. Fuck off. All right. Okay. 
keep making me feel amazing, you guys. I love it. I'm here for that. I mean, you do look very dewy. Are you pregnant? Because you're looking very dewy. You know what? I fucking wish. Are you pregnant? Because no, I actually don't want you to be pregnant yet. Can you get pregnant at Disneyland? Because then you can go on a roller coaster. What? (laughs) Sorry. Bad timing. (laughs) I love your priorities. Um, No, I am not pregnant. I just put on some like highlighter. That's all it is. I'm so bad about makeup. No, I just started getting back into it. I feel like I kind of... When I was like working, like in office, I would go like work out and I would always put like eyeliner and some lip stain, you know? And then recently I was like, you know what? I want to feel like a bad bitch again. Yeah. How can I feel like a bad bitch again? Let me like get back into, you know, like self care. And so I started, you know, I was like, you know what? I remember I used to like shade a little bit, like do a little um, contouring (laughs) and a little bit of highlighter. And I was like, let me just do it. And so that's what I did. I did a little bit of a tiny bit of contour and then I did my like highlight. But people might mistake you for a pregnant woman because you're glowing. Oh my God, stop. But I did I'm it. just glowing because I'm with you too. That's what it is. Ah. Um mm-hmm. wait, okay, hold on. Sorry. Really quickly, I have a couple of questions. Yeah. For, for you, Angelica. And then let's go back to just like shooting this shit and like Mm -hmm. hanging out because this is really fun. Um, Okay. The first question is, given that you are in the – I don't know. What's the appropriate term? Is it the sex industry? Is it the adult industry? I'm a sex worker. Because you don't do porn, right? I don't do porn. I failed that shit. I'd love to do porn. Maybe later on. You didn't fail it though. What? No, I just, I don't think that she failed it. I think you were just like looking for what worked for you. Like, I don't yeah, think like, I failing was the right thing. terminology. I here. just feel like for me, it was such a dream of mine. And I know how fucking stupid that sounds, but I've always been so turned on. Like I, I look just a very sexual person and I love to be able to express myself in a professional arena. I, I, I suppose you would say where like you would feel safe. Like I would feel the safest amongst those people, I would say. But I think that like, I was so ambitious. I mean, the first porn I ever shot was public disgrace. I mean, can you imagine? Like you're in a library with hundreds of strangers and like this girl just got like fucked with a dildo on a stick and she's getting fucking banged from all corners and that's the first pussy I eat. Like, no wonder I'm like afraid, you know? What was that like? It was hard because I'm such a, like, I, I can be very prude. And that's why I didn't do well. Interesting. Because in porn, you can't choose who you're fucking. You can't choose what's happened to them. You meet them the first day. You have to be very in. So you have to be the most sexual you, creature on earth. Do you get to like, like have like a moment of like a get to know you or like an icebreaker? Or is it just immediate do like you you're just that? put into the scene and you're just like, go for it? You have a moment. You have many moments. I mean, you have, you know, you probably will meet where when you're signing the contracts, you might witness each other. If you're in the industry, you probably already know everybody, but I'm such a nobody that I, I didn't know anybody. So you'd meet, maybe see people while you're signing stuff or you'll be in the green room waiting to get your makeup done or something, right? And you'll kind of like meet people in the green room, like they'll be eating a bagel or watching TV or like waiting for their scenes. So you'll kind of talk a little bit, right? And then you go into it, you know? And you all okay. can say things like some girl might be like, I have extensions, please don't pull my hair. Or like you have, and it's, it's a very respectful community. And I remember the first porn Got shooting it. I ever saw, the guy was dominating the hell out of her in public, like just completely like, ah, like to death. Right. And like fucking her ass and just destroying this woman. Right. But behind scenes, he was like her slave. He was like fluffing her. He was like eating her pussy, like for, for like the whole 30 minutes behind the scenes. He was like making, they were making out like almost romantically. Wait, 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 wait. So these <laughs> are two people who are going to be doing a scene on camera. They are actually interacting sexually behind scenes beforehand. Is that, is that, I don't, not normal, I don't know if that's like normal, common? but this guy was so sweet he was definitely older than her he was like way more established in the thing he's pretty famous but he was so kind to her and it was basically like whatever i can do to turn you on for this scene you let me know and i will do it and it was so beautiful 
because on the scene, you wouldn't see that. Like if you were to watch the video, you wouldn't be like, oh, he was so delicate and loving towards her. Like you would, yeah. you wouldn't see that. No, <laughs> you wouldn't see that. But behind the scenes, he was such an angel. And I, and, and yeah. Wait, so like out of curiosity, because I know like fluffers are a thing within the industry. I've never right? seen or a real like one. I've only seen it between like the people. So it's like between scenes, right? Where it's like they're kind of like helping you prep to be ready for the upcoming scene. Yeah. Like was that not a thing within the industry when you were first starting out? I didn't see like, I mean, I did a few shoots. I was like an extra in a few shoots. So I never really was like the main character in any of them other than like fucking machines, which nobody would fluff me for that, right? And um (laughs) A machine, right? I mean, I don't know who would have fluffed me for that. <laughs> no, but 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 no, but I but I but I've witnessed that between like models, sort of. But I've never seen I've never seen like an actual fluffer, like where it was their job, you know. Other than like the upper floor where they had some girl go around and kind of like make sure everybody was hard, and they thought Thomas was hard. And I remember them. She's this little girl. She's crawling on her hands and knees like a sexy little slave with her little collar. And she's walking by and she's touching everyone's dicks and getting them hard, right? It was like her job to get everyone hard. This is all consensual. It's like a BDSM thing. And she comes to him and she's, and he's not hard, but she thought he was hard because he was such a massive dick, you know? And he whispers to me after she strokes his dick, she's like, he's like, I'm not hard. And she'd already left. And I was like, oh, poor guy. So then I assume you helped him with getting hard. I don't so remember. I don't remember. Scene. I think that, I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> probably but, not. I plead likely. the fifth. Okay, I plead the probably fifth. That's not. what that reads like, to me. Okay. Not. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So my, I guess my question is like uh-huh. knowing what goes into it, right? Like having experienced it, having been on this side of the camera, if you will. Yeah, my boob. Um, like, does it does it does it take on a different? context to you like are you thinking if you're watching I know you watch anime or hentai but like let's say that you're watching you know right like does that impact how you view it are you thinking about like the production behind it are you thinking like oh he maybe was getting fluffed right and on the flip side I also feel like just listening to it sounds like you have such a healthy like you have such a healthy relationship with sex or like I've gotten very lucky, I think, in that sense. Because you've seen that. Well, I've gotten, yeah. I've gotten very lucky, I think, with my experience. Because I don't want to undermine other people who, who've maybe even worked for maybe the same companies as me and had, like, a very negative experience. You know, I think everybody's experience is so, you know, in tune with who they are and what they've been through. And everybody has a different experience. But I've been very lucky with that. I've had a very, a very positive experience. So... But yeah, I don't know. In terms of like watching traditional porn, like I can't come watching it. So Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe that answers your question. Maybe actually it's no. I can't. No, no, no. I definitely think that does. I think that does. I can't. I can't get off on watching it. But I think like part of that is like I have a hard time. Like if I know some, like if I, and I don't want to say no because I don't probably know any of them well other than maybe like one or too you know but like I'm not that deep into the industry in that sense I've sort of felt like a fly on the wall kind of and very lucky to experience these these things but like I think like I get turned off if I know somebody do you know what I mean like there was one very like famous oh, guy like super famous guy that I had sex with behind the scenes not not for money but just because we he had oh god like the like the who was that guy Donnie DeMarco, who was that, who was that guy that like, um, Johnny Depp played and he was like, this just sexy sweat. Don Juan Yeah. Okay. That's who I'm thinking of. I said it completely wrong. That's actually one of my favorite like romantic comedies. And he just for fuck's sake, this man could look at you from across the room and you would just, it feel, it felt like there was a fucking Hitachi on your vagina. Like this man, and I've never met any other man in my entire life. They could look at me and make me feel that. But this man was just magic. I mean, and he was a porn star. He's super famous. And I see him all the time. Like if I'm on Pornhub, there's obviously probably stolen videos, but it's like him. And I see him a lot because he's super famous. And I can kind of maybe masturbate on him, but he's like the only one. Okay. 
That's so fascinating. Yeah, I, I, but but like I, I imagine it has a different, like it hits different when you know, right? Like what went into it, what is really happening? And yeah. Like, even for example, what you were saying before about the the actor, I guess, um, who on camera was like this dominating, yeah, like, very aggressive. I imagine I haven't obviously haven't seen it, but like. I imagine he was like aggressive and oh, 100%. Maybe not mean, but you know what I'm saying, right? Oh, like I mean, it was the job one thing. And then you're like, he was like the nicest person behind, right? Yeah. So that's okay. But that's also cool. big with BDSM. And then, you know, it's, it's actually this seduction is what gets people to do yes. these super hardcore things. And I meet a lot of men, for example, my ex lover, and he never did it with me. I actually was more dominant with him than he was with me. But like, I would hear about his sexual engagements with other women, and it actually frightened me because he has no proper BDSM education. He has no real knowledge of how these scenes should go. And he was basic. I mean, it sounds like he's just basically physically abusing women is what it sounds like in the name of sexual desire. Right. And I think a lot of people in the maybe like more vanilla world have this misconception of what BDSM actually is. And for example, like that movie that you said you've watched that was super famous, I couldn't fucking get through it because it felt like such a misrepresentation of the community. That I couldn't even get it made me oh, it's awful. sick. To, it <laughs> made me sick to it's watch. It's horrible. I want to and I clear. couldn't finish it, but it felt more like domestic violence versus what I'd been introduced to, yeah. which actually saved me from a domestic violence situation. I mean, I'd actually been in domestic violence situations prior to becoming a, uh, a dominatrix. And it's actually mm. what sort of liberated me from that sort of toxic mm. cycle where I had some guy busting down my door, choking me practically to death. He ended up getting arrested. Like, thank God I got saved from that situation. But it actually oh, taught me boundaries. It taught me how to, how to allow mm. myself to be worshiped. It taught me how to say no, how to, it, it, mm. it actually taught me so much in terms of that, that I think like watching a, a movie that sort of, it felt sort of abusive, I think in a sense, like the first, at least what I watched of it mm-hmm. felt sort of more mm-hmm. of like a psych, psychological and kind of like, I don't know, it felt like a, I don't know, it didn't feel super healthy to me. <laughs> like yeah. it was such a different experience because no, no, totally what, expen- what I experienced within the BDSM community was so healing. And so ther- it was like therapeutic mm-hmm. actually, I think for me. Out of curiosity, and I know, Alina, this is a question that you would really come up with yourself. Um, what, what? I feel like I say things and I'm like, I don't, I don't, know, I don't fucking remember things I say. So I just like brain dump on Maddie. I'm like, we're going to talk about You're this. So and what do you think cute. about that? Oh and God. then I'm like, what? I'm like, and I'm always like, oh God, what did I say? What did I say? What did you say? It's not good. What did you so, say? Okay. What, what did I say? Well, I think it was around the fact that you <laughs> perceive yourself as being so vanilla. And considering that Angelica is someone who is so comfortable with her sexuality and Which I think is amazing. I'm still, and of I'm course, still 100%. You guys. Of course. I, I think I that's the beauty she, of life. She has to come via cunnilingus. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so exploring, you guys. <laughs> um, but we I think Maddie, make it happen. I don't know how, but maybe. <laughs> I think it would be good if we hear from you, like sort of like parting words to maybe yeah. like our listeners who aren't as comfortable in regards to exploring their own sexuality or people who, you know, have been more like prudish or yeah. more on the conservative side. What are sort <laughs> of words of wisdom or ways that you how? would, words that you would utilize to empower them or like how would you say that they could then explore things um, and come to terms with their own sexuality. That's such a powerful question. I I don't know how I would how I would advise that, but I think that one of the blessings I've been given sexually and would help me open myself up in terms of like m- mentally open myself up sexually, which I think as a woman is so important, is that I I find myself being more turned on mentally than I am just like physically. It's more of like a mental experience for me, and if I can't wrap my mind around it, I can't come. I can't enjoy the moment. I'm more going through the actions, which feels really horrible, mm. right? And so I think I have. To, I agree with that, right? Sorry, not to no. cut you off. No, sorry. yes, I think so much of it. Like, no, no, no. Sorry, I really don't mean to cut you off. No, but like that kind of resonates with me because I feel like sometimes if I'm like, you know, sometimes if I drink too much, yeah, have a lot more wine than I planned on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, today. No, I'm joking. This is not that too much me. wine. Um, no, but like, I, I have to say, I agree with that. Like when you're in your head or you're like, oh my mm-hmm. God, the dog is scratching at the door. Oh my God. Oh, it's such a I mental mean, experience. 
shower. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, or a showered, but like maybe not right before you're like yeah. in your head and you're thinking about it and then it becomes impossible. So yeah. sorry, not to cut you off. No. Oh my God. Sure. No. It's Mom, good. please don't listen. Continue. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, so yeah, so it's more of an, a mental experience. My, my okay. biggest, adv- like, I don't know if it's, I guess it's advice, right. Would be touch yourself, taste yourself, establish the most intimate relationship with yourself before even mm-hmm. fucking someone else. And I think like, that would be the advice I would give my daughter actually would be like, just explore the sexual relationship with yourself before you experience it with anyone else, learn your boundaries, learn what actually turns you on. And if you need to play that video in your mind, when you're with your boyfriend or you're with your husband in order to be able to orgasm, fuck him, fuck his experience. Your pleasure comes first. And I think so often as women, we put the pleasure of our partner or the man or whoever we're trying to satisfy above our own. And I think learning to empower yourself and what actually turns you on and doing whatever you need to do to make that happen is what you have to do. And I think I didn't figure that out. And I'd had sex many fucking times until, you know, I had my vagina up on a fucking screen and I was playing with it for fucking hours a day. And I realized like, what actually turns me on? What do I think about when I climax? How long can I extend this orgasm? And when I really learned my body by touching it, by looking at it, by fucking falling completely in love with my vagina and fucking everything. And then by the way, no matter how much gait you weigh, no matter how much you know weight you lose, it doesn't fucking matter. Like you know how mm. to make love to yourself, and I think my headphones are dying. That's the most important thing: is just learn how to make love to yourself before you make love to anyone else. <laughs> Those are really powerful words. That's what I would say. Um, and I'm I sorry. Can play this for my daughter one day. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, make that is fucking yourself. amazing. No, I think I like that. There's like nothing we can even add on to that. I no. think like that's like Sorry. that. Like those are the that, that's what we're gonna leave our like listeners with. That was no, amazing. No. I have to say, thank you, Angelica. Thank you so oh much, God, Angelica, you, for joining so us much. today. Cheers with my water. Cheers. Cheers. I know. I so you put water. I was and like, oh, thank you guys. My coffee. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> thank you so much. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye.